Welcome to the Highway Church Podcast. We're excited that you would join us today and hope you're encouraged by the message you hear. If you'd like to know more, visit our website, highway.com.au. Well, we had a, a good Good Friday. On Friday, if you were here, um, you know, I said to the folks then that if it wasn't for Risen Sunday, Christianity wouldn't have made it past the first century. I mean, Risen Sunday is really the launch pad. It is the fuel in the tank. It is everything that is, you know, uh, beneficial and attractive about Christianity. And, um, you know, we spoke on Good Friday about sacrifice, which is never a great topic, but sacrifice, um, the pain of sacrifice, the power of sacrifice, and the joy of sacrifice. But today... Today I want to talk about the benefit of sacrifice. It's a good story. It's good news. Trust me. It's a good story. Primarily about the benefit of sacrifice that Jesus gave each one of us by his sacrifice. And uh, that's always good news. It's a good story and um, it'll change your life. And no one, you know, enjoys sacrifice. Our human nature doesn't enjoy pain. Is that right? We don't like pain. They say pain is a good teacher, but we don't like pain. We shy away from pain. And sacrifice is painful, and and our human nature uh, doesn't wear it well. I know in my own life, I remember um, I was 50 years of age, and I was laying in the Mater Hospital, um, flat on my back, uh, for about seven days. And I had a bilateral bulging disc. I don't know if anybody knows what the pain of that. I couldn't move a centimetre either way. I was laying there. And I remember looking up to the ceiling and um, I said to the Lord, I said, Lord, this can't be my life. This, This can't be my life. I can't spend the rest of my days in this situation. And... um, uh, I, I got out of that scenario and, and started working with a physio, uh, Brad Beer. Uh, he's a sports uh, physio guy on the coast, probably the number one on the coast. And he looks after all of us high-ranking athletes. <laughs> and um, Brad worked with me really hard. And, and uh, so ever since that day, I stretch 40 minutes every morning. Right, 40 minutes every morning um, without fail, and except when I go to India, because they tile everything. If it doesn't move, they tile it. And you try and stretch on a tile floor, just I'm past it, honestly. Except for India, I, tile, uh, I stretch 40 minutes every morning, and it's a sacrifice for me to get out of bed, and the last thing I want to do is stretch 40 minutes. I just, but the benefit, the benefit of that sacrifice is I get to play golf twice a week. (laughs) Come on. I'm talking high level benefit there. Play golf twice a week. It's awesome. No one likes sacrifice. That's why Jesus' sacrifice is good news for us. Because he sacrificed We don't have to. All we've got to do is accept it. 
We don't have to go to the cross. We don't have to get beaten, whipped, you know, nailed to the cross. We don't have to do that. He did that for us. Amen? And so all we have to do is receive it. Receive him and the sacrifice that he made. And, you know, yes, you're going to have to do a little bit of surrender of your will to God's will. Absolutely. But even that is a great benefit for all of us. So I want to have a look at the, the benefits here that far outweigh the cost. And accepting the sacrifice that, that Jesus gave for us. Is that good? First one, you're taking notes, is a new life. It's a new life. One of the benefits of his sacrifice, when we receive it, is a new life. John 12, verse 23, 24, it says, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. We know Jesus was talking about himself. He was talking about himself and the benefits of this sacrifice that he will bring to those who receive him, those who accept him. And speaking about himself, he was saying, you know, like, I could, I could reject this sacrifice. I, I could live my days here on this earth, you know, a mighty man of God. Uh, I could heal some people. You know, I could deliver some people. You know, I could have a booming ministry until my old age and then die. Or if I sacrifice now. I can bring benefit to all humanity. I could give all of humanity a brand new life. And it's the greatest gift that you'll ever get. I mean, his sacrifice gives each one of us a brand new start, a new life. That's what's so exciting about Risen Sunday. That's what's so exciting about the fact that he is alive today and, and not dead, not, not a monument in a tomb somewhere. He is alive and living. And as we receive him, as we say yes to him as our saviour, we get to walk that out in a new life. Doesn't matter about your past. Doesn't matter about what you've done. You've stuffed up with this and that. Hey, we all have. But when we come to him and say yes, Yes, I accept you as saviour of the world, that you died and paid the price for me, that you sacrificed for me. I accept that. I believe in you. Then we have a brand new start. Clean the slate. New page. You can write your, your future in a new life. Folks, not many people get that opportunity. Amen? But we get that in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ... The new creation has come. The old is gone and the new is here. Oh, it's gone. It's gone. Those regrets, those disappointments, those heartaches, those failures, gone. Gone. They've been paid for. Paid in full. And you get to walk a brand new life. 
It's like you've been in prison for a sentence and then you get out of jail and it's like a new day. It's a brand new life, except in Christ. And you are born again into a huge life, into a huge life. I'm blown away at the opportunities that, you know, that, that have come and opened up to me as after I accepted Christ. I mean, I, I could still be today, you know, back in the meatworks, um, you know, living a dysfunctional life, maybe on number one, number two, number three, wife, I don't know, or maybe just an alcoholic living alone. That would be my story, guaranteed, until Christ, until I said yes, until I received the sacrifice he did for me and gave me a brand new start. I've got to tell you, I live in a big world. I never grew up in a big world. It was a very small world. But God opened up the world. I think I've been to India probably 50 times. Who would have thought that nobody from Wynnum would be able to travel and have the effect of thousands of people see their lives changed, kids fed, lives transformed. In this church, 28 years, thousands I've seen transformed. Thousands I've seen transformed, not because of me, but because of that sacrifice. Amen. Who gets to do that? The people who lived in my house, uh, in my street at 28 Korean Street, Wynnum, where I grew up, they, they wouldn't have seen it. But when you come to Christ, it's a big world, folks. Get ready for a big world. You know, don't be that seed. Don't be that seed that. You know, you have that choice that, that, that remains very sore, small, very self-absorbed when you can receive his sacrifice and the increase will multiply. The increase will multiply. That one seed, your life, will multiply into many seeds, a harvest, a harvest in your life. That's God's plan for you beyond your wildest dreams. The old is gone. You've got, to, you've got to get that today. The old is gone. The things that keep you small, keep you insecure, keep you confined, keep you, you know, suppressed, they're gone. The chains are off. They're gone. The lid is off. You can have whatever life you desire. It's a brand new start. And more than that, more than that, Number two today, it's a transformed life. It's a transformed life. Mark 8.34 says, Then he called the crowd to him along with his disciples and said, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross and follow me. Now Jesus is very clear that the sacrifice that he was going to make would bring new life to all who said yes. All who said yes to his salvation. But the best way to live that new life is to allow that transformation process to begin in me. To begin in me. The very thing that worked for him will work for you. The very thing that made Jesus successful will make you successful. The way of the cross 
the way of the cross. That's where the transformation takes place. You're very quiet, you all right? You all right? It's not as scary as it sounds, folks. It's not as scary as it sounds. What Jesus did in the physical, okay, what he did in the physical, we must do in the area of our will. And it's just surrender. It is just surrender. The sacrifice that we nail to our cross is surrendering our will for our life to take up his will for our life, which is way better than we can ever imagine. Way better than we could ever imagine. That's where the transformation takes place. It's a very simple process, you know, in our lives. If, if someone causes you to get angry, somebody causes you to get, to get angry, and uh, rather than, than bowing to my will, right, which is to rip someone's head off. I sacrifice that. I nail that. I nail my natural desire to rip that head off. Amen? And go, no, 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 I'm, I'm nailing that. I'm surrendering to his will. Right? And so that anger goes. That anger's gone. It's nailed. I've got to tell you. I played golf yesterday. Where's Greggy? Greggy. Where's Greg Anderson? Greg's here. He'll, he'll testify. We played golf with this bloke. <laughs> and he lost it. Like, you talk anger. This guy lost it. I mean, I don't know how many clubs he smashed into the ground. I don't know how many times he screamed at the top of his voice, profanity. It was like there was this huge crow in the tree above us going, ark, ark, ark. He just didn't stop. It just went on and on, didn't he, Greg? And I laughing my head off. I was laughing my head off. Why? Because that used to be me. True story. That used to be me. And I thought it was so funny. See, I nailed that a long time ago. I nailed that a long time ago. I don't, I don't go off like that anymore. Amen? When the Broncos lose, I'm close. <laughs> Broncos lose, I'm real close. I don't, have to, I don't have to carry that anymore. I nail that. I nail that. I, I submitted my natural will to his will, and I tell you what, my wife's a lot happier because of it. You don't have to put up with this flipping troppo idiot going off his tree every five minutes. Amen? It's a better life. That transformation is a better life. Romans 12.2 says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, Right? His good, pleasing, and perfect will. That's all he wants for you. The best life possible. We just get in the way. Amen. Our will, our natural desire, they get in the way. If we will nail them 
to that cross and say, Lord, no, I'm not going to allow that to destroy me anymore. The transformation comes. And I promise you, life gets better and better. The more of my human desire, uh, my human nature that I nail to that cross, the more I'm transformed and my life gets better and better. And it's the best life you'll live. It's the best life you'll live. And you know what? It's your choice. It's your choice. It's the best life you'll live. It's your choice. You know, I was thinking about it the other day. The, the Word of God is so profound. It is so profound. You know, the, the, the world rubbishes the Word and the Bible and all that, you know. It is so profound. I thought about just one scripture, you know. Imagine a world, imagine a world where our mentality was that we would do unto others as we would want to, you know, be treated ourselves. Just that simple little nugget in the Word of God. Imagine what a world would be like where we prefer other people how we would like to be treated. I mean, you wouldn't, that'd be a cool place, wouldn't it? Imagine a marriage like that. Imagine bringing up a family and children with that attitude and that, that respect. And, you know, they, they do unto others as, as they would want to be treated. And it's like one simple, tiny little thing could change the whole world, folks. You wouldn't have world war. Amen? So profound. It's the best life you'll ever live. And, and the freedom, the freedom not carrying that extra flesh around. The freedom not carrying the penalty of those dumb decisions. Because we nail them. We nail them to the cross. They're not us anymore. There's been a transformation. The, the, the sacrifice, the crucifixion, the death of Christ brought us the opportunity of transformation. And it's a good life. It's a good life. Now, now listen, listen. You were going to fight you on this. You were going to fight you on this. Every bit of your flesh is going to go, nah, I don't want to do that. Nah, I think I'll stick being same old me. I'll tell you what, it's a horrible life. It just gets worse and worse. But this new life, this transformation that comes, we start to think different, we see bigger. It's just a better life. It's preparing us for number three today, eternal life. One of the benefits of the sacrifice that Jesus made is eternal life. John 14, 1 and 2 says, Do not let your hearts be troubled. This is Jesus speaking, right? Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that? Well, I've told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you. So this is the big ticket item. This is the big ticket item. You really don't want to mess this one up. We don't think about it much, do we, eternity? We don't think about it much. It's not something that's in the format. You know, we're thinking mortgage, we're thinking, you know, job advancement, we're thinking, you know, holidays, we're thinking, we don't think of eternity much. And yet, we're all going to be faced with it one day. It's a big ticket item. 
And there are so many who have these ideas that they, that they just believe it. You know, they've convinced themselves that, yeah, you, you know what, I, I've been a good person and, uh, you know, um, I've never killed anyone, haven't robbed a bank. You ever heard that? And then, you know, when I, when I get to the pearly gates or whatever that looks like, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. They'll let me in. And it sounds good, doesn't it? It sounds like you give a good life and, and all that and you'll be, you'll be okay, you'll be right. No, well, it doesn't say that in the Bible, though. That's the problem. The only qualifying resource we have doesn't say that. It doesn't say that. Yet people have this idea. Some people think that the grace of God is enough. It's like this gracious, loving God. God is love, and I've heard it all. I've heard it all. He's, he's so gracious, you know. He would never, you know, block out any of humanity. He loves them so much. He, that's, that's wonderful. But it's not Bible. It's not what the Bible says. And so you're going to rely on your own thought process and understanding or you're going to rely on thousands of years of proven history about a risen Christ who paid a price, you know, that we could share eternity with him. Jesus said in John 3, 3, he was talking to Nicodemus. Jesus replied, very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born again. That's it. That's the doorway. There's no other, you know, qualifications on the side or, you know, no clauses and conditions and stuff. No, no, it's just simple Bible. Later on in verse 5, it talks about being born of water. Now, we all know we've been born of water, born in the natural. You know, the water breaks, you know, you're born of water. But then it also talks about being born of the Spirit. And you've got to know that. You've got to understand that. Eternity is about spirit. It's not about flesh. Our flesh remains here. Amen. It's our spirit that goes to eternity. So you've got to have not only born of water, which we all have, but we must be born of the spirit. We must be born again. And, and in verse 16, it goes on to say, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Whoever. Whoever. You say, oh God, that's not fair. No, whoever. Whoever. It doesn't matter your past. If you accept him as your saviour, the Bible's very clear that you shall not perish, but have eternal life. Whoever believes that Jesus is the Son of God, Whoever believes that he paid the price, he sacrificed his life. That's a requirement of eternity with God. And we know as we, we you know, we, we spoke on Good Friday, we know that, you know, I explain it like a rocket. We've, we've seen NASA, we've seen Shuttle launches, we've seen those things where the TV cameras are on it and everyone's standing there watching the rocket take off, take off, take off, take off, take off, take off, take off. Then everyone just goes home. Like, 
just go home. But does that mean that the rocket no longer exists? No, it exists. It's just in a different atmosphere. It's in a different realm. The rocket goes into stage two and continues on to the mission for which it was created. Are you hearing me today? It's the same with our spirit. Our spirit's the same thing. Just because you can't see spirit doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So we have this spirit in this earthly tent, in this fleshly tent. But the day that this tent ceases to exist, the spirit continues on with the mission that it was created for. Hear me. There's only two places that that spirit has a destination. There's one with God and one without God. And you've got to decide today. You've got to decide today. Say, Pastor, why, why, why today? Why are you being so heavy about this? Because I tell you why, because we don't have a guarantee on tomorrow. We don't have a guarantee on tomorrow. I read the paper all the time. Time, a lady the other day, 20 year old, died of cancer. 20 years. Like, that's not fair. Amen? Not fair. And I think this what destination, Lord, was her spirit going? What, what destination was the Spirit? Was it with God or without God? And that's the cry of my heart, and that's why this is so important today. Because we're talking about a resurrection Christ that has given each one of us an opportunity to spend eternity, our Spirit, when that day comes for us, our Spirit will continue on the mission and be with Christ and not without Christ. And everything I read in the Bible, folks, you want to be with Christ, not without Him. And so that's why this is important. That, that's why you have to have this opportunity to say yes. Think about it. Ask yourself the question today. Ask yourself the question. If, if today was my last day, what would the destination of my spirit be? Be honest. Ask yourself that question. Do I really know? Just people across this room will go, I know. I know exactly where I'm going. I know where that destination is. You bet. And asking that question is exciting for you. But there are those here today I know that you, you're not sure. You hope. You wish. But can I tell you today from my heart, you need to be sure. You need to be sure. And so that's why I give you this opportunity right now. I give you this opportunity. You know whether you're absolutely confident or you're not sure. You know that in your heart right now. But you can be sure today by saying yes. By saying yes to the Lord. Not to me, not to a church, not to a denomination. Yes to Jesus. Because He paid the price. That's why you're here today, Easter Sunday. He paid the price. Amen? So I'm going to ask you right now. I'm going to get you to put your hand up in a minute. Get you to put your hand up and say, yep, that's me. Why? Why? Because when you acknowledge that publicly, it does something in your heart. It cements something. 
Anyone can make a decision in their head and then by lunch forget it. Amen? You do that with my messages, I know. By lunch you've forgotten it. But this is too important. So I'm going to get you to put your hand up and I'm going to pray for you. That's very important. I'm going to pray for you. And your journey begins. You say yes, the journey begins. You ready? Are you ready? If that's you, you're not sure where you're going. You're not sure where your spirit's destination is. Then you need to be sure by saying yes. Are you ready? If that's you, put your hand up right now. Right now, right across the room. Thank you. Somebody else, come on. Right across this room. Be sure. Be sure. Anyone else with a little one up there? Cool. Come on, over there. Thank you, man. Somebody else, you want there's more, there's more in this room. Put your hand up. Let us know. Over there, thank you. Come on, somebody else. If there's a fight going on, if there's a fight going on, you need to say yes. I'm telling you right now, if there's a fight going on, you're not sure. You need to say yes. Where are you? Oh, thank you. Somebody else. Come on. There, there. Come on, you're worth waiting for. This is the most important part of the whole meeting. The whole day is you. That's how valuable you are to God. Come on, somebody else. Somebody else, raise your hand quickly, 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 quickly. Amen. Well, what I'm going to do, I'm going to ask those who did raise their hand, there's many over here and, and over there. And that, I want you to leave your seat. Be bold enough. Bring somebody with you. Don't come alone. Bring a friend that's with you, whatever. Come down. I want to pray for you right now. Just come down and stand here with me and I'll pray for you. Is that good? Come on. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Come on. Wonderful. Thank you, sir. Ma'am, up there. Who are, the, who are the two ladies up there? Come on down. Bring your friend with you. Bring someone with you. Thank you, guys. Come on. Somebody else. Who's up there? If you've got a child, if a child put their hand up, can the parent come with them, please? Can the parent come with them? That's really important. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. It's a journey. It begins today. There's two more. Where are you? There's two more. There's two more. Don't be embarrassed, folks. Every person in this room is for you, not against you. Where are you? Come on, there's two more. Come on down. Come on, if you're bold enough to put your hand up, you're bold enough to stand here and have prayer. Come on. Okay. Just look at me on, on the front row here. I'll stand up here. It might be easier. I'm just going to get you to repeat a prayer after me. And we're all going to do that, right? We're all going to repeat the prayer together. And it's a simple prayer of acknowledgement to Jesus Christ. And, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get you a Bible. We'll, get you liter- we'll, we'll pray with you further. We'll find out where you're at and, and help you with everything you need to do this life well, well. So I get you all to just repeat this after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for your sacrifice. I thank you for your forgiveness. 
I thank you for a brand new start. That from this day forward, my life will not be the same again. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Come on, give a round of applause. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to get in contact with us or find out more about Highway Church, go to highway.com.au.